How are you guys doing? Welcome over to the channel. If you guys are new, do yourself a favor and subscribe. Yes, there's a lot going on over there in Russia and Ukraine. There's actually a lot more going on in the war than there, the world, excuse me, than there is going on inside of Ukraine currently. I feel like we're almost like on the edge of a possible World War III situation every single day. It just keeps getting worse. And I feel like Russia realizes they're not winning this, this conflict. So they keep doing like, I, I just don't get it. I don't personally get it. Anyway, Russian Ministry of Defense has just threatened to attack Ukrainian decision-making headquarters inside of Kiev if Ukraine continues to attack targets within Russia. We know, I talked about this yesterday, that a Russian soft unit went behind literally inside of Russia and destroyed a bridge. They literally were able to get behind Russian lines and do this, which is... Really good job of them. That's what they're supposed to do. They were trained by the Americans. They did a phenomenal job. They executed. They did good. So I'm going to say this right now. If I was Ukraine, I would continue to push. And I would do it again. I would just keep poking the bear. Literally, the Russian bear as much as they possibly can. It's also really, really goofy, if you think about it, to then threaten another country that you're invading, that you're going to 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 hit their capital because they hit you back. A little kind of weird. It's kind of like me walking up, punching somebody in the face, and them hitting me back and be like, I'd be like oh, why would you hit me? Why did you just hit me? You know what I mean? It's kind of goofy. Really weird. Don't walk up and hit somebody in the face. Russian foreign military just also called uh, Japan. I don't know why they, they called Japan an accomplice of neo-Nazism. Kind of a tough word there. Uh, this is stemmed apparently from Japan uh, removing the Azaz Battalion as a terrorist organization. They also said that this big move will be damaged to Japan's own security. So there's no way that Russia could actually do a two-front war right now. So I don't think Japan has a lot to worry about. So this is the map. If you guys are new to the channel, this is the area we're most likely going to be talking about for the most part is going to be up here in the eastern side of the country and or down in Mariupol. There's actually been quite a bit going on in Mariupol. Actually, some big, big wins for the Ukrainian military. So if you're on their side, hooray. If you're not, then I guess you're going to have to wait a couple more days to see if they can. If the Russians could take this part of the city. There's a gentleman that goes by the name of Oryx, though. I've looked a lot of his stuff. He's on Twitter. He's legitimately kept track of every single armored vehicle from either side. The two that have been destroyed, uh, ruined, captured, surrendered, whichever way you would like to. He's literally kept track of it by looking at images and is now, that's my pen, and has now stated that 502, 502, 502 Russian tanks have now been completely destroyed with 253 damage, nine abandoned, and 200 more captured. There you go. French forensic teams. So you guys will see these right now. These gentlemen right here. I don't know if they're actually French military or just people. I don't really know entirely. But anyway, they've just arrived in Bucha to get data and evidence needed for Russian war trials. I'm not entirely sure. Like I said, if the man on the ground you guys are currently seeing in these photos are actually French military or hired French mercenaries or French foreign legion. I have absolutely no idea. Mainly due to the fact that they're wearing uh, the body armor they're wearing. That's not really the, the tall tale, but it's more or less the weapons they're using. And, and the other reason why I say that, would you really want to see, like, just imagine, like, for instance, they send in the French, send in their military to go in and actually pick up this forensic stuff and guard the people. And then one of them gets killed. Now you have a big issue on your hands. So I would assume they're not. The U.S. is also sending $800 million, $800 million to new assistance inside of Ukraine, including artillery systems, rounds, APCs, and other Actually, helicopters. These Originally, these helicopters are actually supposed to be going to Afghanistan. This is no joke. I kind of read into this. But anyway, the Russian foreign minister, um, he's, he's going to consider these as targets, which we'll talk about here in a second. And I got a list here for you guys. 1,855 millimeter howitzers and 40,000 artillery rounds to go with it. 10 artillery radars, 2 air surveillance radars, 300 switchblades, 500 javelin missiles, 200 APCs, 100 armored, armored Humvees, 11 MI-17 helicopters. So those are actually going to be going to Afghanistan. 
But we pulled out of that, of course, and now they're going over here. Unmanned coastal defense vessels, chemical, biological, radiological, nuclear protection equipment, medical equipment, 30,000 sets of body armor and helmets, 2,000 optics and laser range finders, C4 and claymores. That's going to be going on with the $800 million in new assistance, which is kind of ironic. I just want to throw this out there. They want to take your guns away inside of America, but they want to give another country 1,855 millimeter howitzers and 40,000 artillery rounds to fend off another country from invading. Very strange, somewhat ironic, kind of backwards. Anyway, we're not going to talk about that. Russian deputy foreign minister. So this is kind of a big deal. This is the one, this is pretty much what this entire video is somewhat going to be about. The Russian deputy foreign minister has warned NATO that Russia could be attacking military assistance from foreign countries. This comes directly after Biden made this big $800 million announcement. This guy went on and said this. This is directly from the foreign minister of Russia's mouth. We are warning that U.S. NATO weapons transports across Ukrainian territory will be considered by us a legal military target. We are making the Americans and other Westerners understand that attempts to slow down our special operation. Oh, whenever they use that terminology, it's just so special operation. To inflict maximum damage on Russian contingents and formations will be harshly suppressed. It has been said that Russia may directly target NATO weapons deliveries to Ukraine. So we are warning that U.S. NATO weapon transports across Ukraine territory will be considered by us a legal military target. My question is, are Ukrainians going across the border to pick up this stuff and then bring it over? Now we're like on that gray, gray area type thing. You know what I mean? This, we're now trendy, treading, treading water just kind of slightly strange. I would assume so the money, the water doesn't get too muddy that Ukrainians are going to be shifted across the border to pick up this equipment and then brought over. It can't be flown in. Is it brought in by trains? Who's driving the trains? That's what I'm saying. So is, if they're going to directly attack uh, these, these, these American uh, shipments of weapons coming in, are they going to hit them when they're flying in? Or are they going to directly attack? Like, that's what I'm saying. It's just so weird. Anyway, let me know in the comments down below. Is this the start of a, of a serious World War III? Here in America, everybody lives in a small bubble. What do you guys think? Please let me know. 17 more bodies have been exhumed from a mass grave inside of Bucha. Same one we're talking about. This thing keeps getting worse. The current total for this mass grave is sitting at 72. 72. And currently, there's 60 more assumed to be inside of the ground in this same. This is it's pretty big. And last piece of uh, news, I guess you would say, before we move on to maps and what's going on. Putin is clearly laying the groundwork right now for Belarus to join the war in Ukraine. He has said, this is coming directly from him, that the two countries have formed a union of two independent states that could help in overcoming sanctions together. I 100% do not believe that. There's absolutely no way these two countries could, could overcome the sanctions. What are they going to become? Another North Korea? Let's just be honest. What do they think they're going to become a bigger version of North Korea? Cut off from international trade? You're going to look at North Korea. The best example of that. The best example. He's also said that he said the two countries have now discussed the formation of unified defense domain. It's kind of a weird terminology. Looked into it a little bit more. Uh, they're claiming that it's, it's basically another version of the Soviet Union. I, I don't know. KGB. I don't know. It's just weird stuff. We're not even going to get into that. Basically, they're going to they're gonna shake hands and go after, I guess, uh, coming. Who knows? We're going to see. 
So down inside of this area, which I'm about to show you guys, down here on the, the where we are on the eastern side of the country, there hasn't been a lot going on in Kharkiv. So this whole Kharkiv side, not a lot going down here through Izium and so on and so forth. I, I will say, if you guys are new, this area right here, the staging ground for Russians, there is a large amount of them staged right there, like a significantly large amount. And for you all that have been here for a while, Kupians is right here. And you guys all know this, logistical hub of this northeastern side. That's pretty much the best way to put it. Black routes coming in. There's a large amount staged all the way through here. Now there's a lot of heavy, heavy, heavy fighting going on inside of this town, which I'm going to go ahead and, and zoom in for you guys. Sivit Lodersk, that one right there. So the one that I jacked the name up, that area right now, the Ukrainian 30th Mechanized Brigade actually targeted Russian positions inside of this area, but is not able to gain any ground whatsoever. Like at all. Now I could slide down here. Some of the heavy, heaviest fighting inside of the area is actually coming in the area of Avididika right there. Another reason. They want these routes. They want the routes. Look on both of them. See these main little yellow vines coming in. These yellow vines. Yellow lines coming in. These are the main routes coming in and out of the country. They're going in after those areas. I know it seems like common sense. But there is a major confrontation going on currently inside of the town right here. And you guys can already see I have these. These right here are large. Um, I, I use it for a few different things. But those are three areas right now that the Russians have amassed massive amounts of troops waiting to push in. If you can look at it from here. Look. There are five angles right now, five different areas the Russians have troops waiting. I'm telling you, waiting to push through. They're trying to get a the first indication that they have a line that they can push through to get to onto Slovenask. I'm telling you, they're going to make a massive push. They've been just they've been building up. What I talked about yesterday, there's an there's a three mile long convoy right now. It's on its third day of coming down. It hasn't made it down to Kupiansk yet, but this is another one of those same ones. Remember the one that was eight miles long? Same type of deal. Is coming down. Well, you know what? I'm going to go back and show you guys where Mori pulls out if you guys don't know. So we were just talking about over here on this side of the country. This is where all the Russians and Ukrainians are pretty much at right now. Ukrainian forces have shifted quite a bit of men, excuse me, over to the eastern side of the country. But we're going to slide a little bit south. There hasn't been a lot going on inside of this area. Yes, the Russians continue to shell it, but they're just doing that, trying to, to soften it up before they make a push through. So down here in Mariupol, there's Mariupol. Kind of a, kind of a big thing has happened. All right, the 36th Marines Brigade of the Ukrainian military has actually made a successful breakthrough inside of Mariupol and has leaked up with the Azaz Regiment. So right here, this whole area was controlled by the Russians. It really was uh, yesterday and today. I told you guys, I think it was yesterday and the day before, they were actually split up into three elements, which is not a, it's not a good thing. I mean, we can clearly tell if they get split up and, and they're not talking to each other, they can't refit and reorganize and then reassess what they need to do. And they, they kind of run out of ammo and food. I, I, I'm personally, I have no idea how they continue to fight down inside this area. I have no idea. These guys down here, I, I give them props. I really do. I, I don't know if I could do it. They're on day, I believe, 40 of sustained, sustained contact fighting inside of this area these men if they ever survive this will not be the same ever again in their entire life like i've been in heavy firefights myself like i like quite a few like a lot not 40 days straight 40 days straight like i can tell you what happens when you're in a contact or you're a tick every other day or every two days every three days like i know what that's like you know what i mean i know what it's like to get shot at every two or three days yeah okay it messes with you 40 days straight of shelling like i don't know I have to give these guys props. I, I have no idea what it's like. So down on the outskirts of Odessa, which not near Mariupol. Okay. So on the outskirts of Odessa, on the way Western side of the country, and I'm going to show you guys this image right now. There's currently a rumor going around and I'll let you guys know. I don't know if it's confirmed and I don't believe it is. 
I don't want to say it's not true, but the only reason why I say it's not true, because one of the sources I found had used the wrong image of a ship. He used a, 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 an image from a Iranian ship that was on fire. So he used the wrong image. So I don't know if it's propaganda. Now, we both know both sides of this conflict will use propaganda. It is a thing. Okay, I understand. But I want to make sure that you guys have the correct information. But I want to let you know, right now, Ukrainian forces have said that they struck a Russian Navy cruiser in the Black Sea with a Neptune anti-ship missile. All right. So this could be one of the things. So they just get these new anti-ship missiles I, I don't know how I don't know how good they are. I don't know if you know if they, if they know how to use them. But it's the same thing when the S three hundred air defense missiles or uh, system came in. That whole battery came in. The Russians said that they destroyed it within day one. Same kind of propaganda deal. I didn't announce it on here because it wasn't real. Same thing with this. I don't really know if this is real, but apparently the cruiser is on fire. I mean, like I said, take this lightly because I can't confirm it because I have not seen video and or. Images of it is just coming from Ukrainian sources. A bunch of Russian ones say fake, so it could be. But I'm going to tell you guys right now, this video is confirmed of the ship leaving Sevastopol, which is has been geolocated, I think this was three days ago. So I know it's a real ship at least. All right, so that's a big deal for today. I will see you guys tomorrow. There's a lot going on in the world. A lot. I feel like there's a lot of tension build up. A lot. I mean, we're, we, everything is bound, wound, strung, hard like a, I don't know where I'm going with this, but kind of like a spring. That's where I feel like we're at right now. Like a, like a bed spring from back in the 80s, 50s. Wound and hard. All right. I, that was weird. All right. Well, I'll see you guys later. Hope you guys enjoyed this video. I love you guys. I am out.